somebody wrote a comment on our SoundCloud last week. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was directed at me. Stop making fun of your partner. <laughs> you sound like a little kid or something. And and I at first I thought he was talking about you because at the top of the pod you called your cat fat. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, yeah, don't call your wife that. Mm-hmm. And I thought he was, like, referring to that kind of partner. Yeah. But I think he was referring to, to me. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah, exactly. God, I hate everybody. I really do. Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Marcos Krabby. Game Week 22 is done. Game Week 23 is on the way. I've got a beer. It's actually... This is like one of the saddest things that I think I could ever start the pod with. It's Jake's birthday. Yeah. It's really, really sad. <laughs> it's really sad that we're recording a podcast. Jake, how are you, buddy? Uh, I'm doing all right. I mean, I think what's even more sad is that I've basically spent my 30th birthday all alone today. So there's that. Oh, because your significant other is gone. Yep. That's hilarious. So, so this is like I actually was wondering why we were doing a podcast. You probably you work tomorrow, and I work tomorrow, and I work early. That's kind of the downer. And so, there's there, you just had nothing to do. I was just like, what am I going to do on a Monday? I mean, we did stuff this weekend, as I I saw many of our followers uh, noted on Instagram. You know, me and Donald Duck hung out you know, other Disney characters and I hung out. So, yeah. Are you happy with that trip? Was that a fun trip? It was fun. Disney's a strange place, though. It's a strange, strange place. I feel like if you're a grown-up, the only reason you'd go there is if you're a, what's the word again? A nonce? 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 Well, you know, Epcot's cool. Um, <laughs> it's like based on all the the countries around the world and there's you know specific foods and beverages fit to that country and you know the architecture the cool. versions what what'd you say the americanized versions of all those yeah countries? i mean it's americanized like disney-fied yeah disney-fied a little bit but it's still pretty unique it, i'm gonna so can i just be completely honest mm-hmm. i know that we have to talk fpl at some point in the pod but it sounds like my literally my hell like, I, I can't imagine a place where I'd be more sad. <laughs> it's uh, it's unique. Very unique. And the rides are fun. The food's yeah. good. Everything's, like, severely overpriced. But, you know, that yeah. we, we went as, like, a group and had discounts and that. And it was, it was worth it. You know, I had never gone as a kid. Mm. So, now I know. That you never need to go back. Yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> It's like Kid Vegas to me is what it seems like. It and is. I, I didn't. I don't like Vegas very much either. Yeah, that's where my wife is right now, and she doesn't want to be there. I was like, we should swap. I'll go. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you should. You should have gone. That's. Yeah. I guess that's on you. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, we should probably talk about FPL at some point in the podcast. Um, it was kind of an average week for both of us. Uh, actually, below average, really, for both of us. And kind of an unusual week. Uh, you were saying that before we started recording. Uh, it's just kind of strange the way it played out. So, uh, this pod will go a little bit quicker this week. We're hoping to be about like 45, 50 minutes. Um, Jake has to go to bed and I have to go to bed and it's Jake's birthday and I refuse, even though I, I do love doing mean things to Jake, I refuse to make him 
overspend time on this to this week. And um, uh, so we're going to just keep it going here. So let's get right into the, the big picture, big topic questions this week. Uh, and we've got kind of one big question. It's from Garf. He says, hi, guys. Question for the podcast, if you will. It's an FPL etiquette question. This is an interesting one because you and I, Jake, uh, are not necessarily known for proper etiquette. Uh, but if a member of the FPL community posts a tweet like and then in quotations having a good game week so far with 50 points and two to play how are you getting on and garf asks now is it right or wrong to respond if you scored more points than that manager um let's get your take on that jake what do you think uh if it's phrased that way then i think it's fine because the question is how are you getting on so that would mean how are you doing i feel and then i feel like well you have to answer I feel like you really broke that question down well for us. Yeah. I, but I mean, I don't know then if you put having a good game week so far and you don't add that question, then that's tricky. Then do you, then can you respond? I don't know. I, I actually prefer, I like uh, FPL. <laughs> Is that your cat food thing? That's the cat God feeder. damn it. That, that's a thing of nightmares. Uh, um, I like FPL and, God, can you tell it to shut up, no, Jake, so we can record a podcast? Sorry. I hope my cat's alive. He usually comes and eats. That's a little concerning. He'll be there. Um, I like FPL Narwhal's response to it. And he said, uh, whenever somebody posts something like that, um, he just responds with like an, that, oh, yeah, I'm doing okay. And then an absurd FPL score. Like, yeah, oh, you had 50 this week? Uh, yeah, I'm doing okay with like 127 and six to play. <laughs> Not bad, I guess. <laughs> I, I love that's like on par for me with intentionally voting wrong on all the polls. I think that that's that it's as funny to me. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Yeah. going forward i think that's going to be the, the way that i will play uh this game from now on um just really mean and and a bit sadistic even um so i think everyone should be on board with that's how we're handling that from now on or is that fair yeah i think that's fair okay uh well let's get right into the game week jake um you know both of us had uh, almost the exact same game week actually and that's weird because you copied my team so it kind of makes sense right that we would have the same yeah. game week your team's not very uh, good but yeah, yeah, that's true. You're I I am surprised when you played your wild card that you were so close to my team because my team's been pretty bad most of the year and I was thinking like, yeah, Jake's going to when he plays his wild card, he'll go for it. He'll, you know, he'll really he'll get aggressive and you didn't. You completely bottled it and just copied my team. That's pretty embarrassing. I don't know. It's I think it's the trap. You've been talking about how your team looks good on paper the whole year and I was like, yeah, it does. It's so good that I was like, yeah. oh, it doesn't matter. It's on paper only. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess we should probably get into kind of how our teams went. Uh, Thomas Bracken asked a question. Why does my team suck? He probably copied my team too. <laughs> As he's asking that question, he probably also pulled a Jake. Uh, Jake, why don't you quickly take us through your team uh, and how it went for you this week? Uh, the average points was 57. I got 57. My week started off with a bang with Lucas Fabianski getting injured and subbed out in the 15th minute. Um, hilarious although, although Lundstrom did get a clean so that was nice uh just not that many returns i mean trent got a clean evans got a goal uh discounted via var which really pissed me off because he's a big differential um 
And then Martial got a goal, and I had him captained, which was nice. Um, De Bruyne got two assists. But then Mane and Madison were disappointing. Jimenez has been one of the worst transfers ever because I took him in instead of Ings, who has two goals in back-to-back game weeks. Um, The man just can't stop scoring. And then Abraham got a goal, missed 5,000 others. And then Vardy got an assist. So, it you know, it seems like a good go- game week, um, but it, it wasn't because so many people had other players that did well, like Ings, Richarlison, Salah. Um, who, I mean, the Man, the Man-, Man City. Aguero. Yeah, Mares and Aguero. Do yeah. a lot of people own Aguero? I haven't even looked. I should probably look. Yeah, you should probably look while I make a comment on something else. Um, it is it is interesting, the Ing situation. Um, nine shots in the match, uh, and most of them on, on – a handful of them on frame. Uh, he could have scored against Leicester. I would say really he, he probably should have scored a hat trick. Um, you know, the fact that he only scored one goal is, is pretty amazing. I think – Leicester's another interesting situation. Their back line uh, has been quite poor as of late. Um, if we look kind of like clean sheet returns, they have one clean sheet since game week 16. Uh, so, yeah, game week 21 was the last clean sheet they had. They've been giving up a lot of shots. I know that they had a couple tough fixtures in there in City and Liverpool, but they've also had, uh, let's see, Aston Villa, Norwich, uh, West Ham and Southampton, of course. Now Southampton look much improved, but um, I think that it's definitely a concern. I I begin to question. I, I know that their expected goals against has been pretty low the entire season, but I, I would be interested to see if you know maybe they were just overperforming to a certain extent um, early in the year because they, they've really come back down to earth as in terms of of as a defensive squad. Um, so yeah, a couple things, uh, kind of interesting storylines in the week. Of course, you mentioned as well, city and, you know, some managers went with this triple like city, they just went heavy. Okay. You're going to have KDB and then they picked the other two. Um, some went with Sterling and of course we're, we're quite disappointed. Uh, Mahrez looked incredible, um, and, and had the stats to back that up as well. Uh, David Silva looked good. He wasn't as attacking, um, but but he was still a dangerous player. Jesus and Aguero were incredible. So there's a lot of kind of interesting storylines um, this week. And if you weren't on kind of the differential side of it, you you just had an average to below average week, wouldn't you say, Jake? Yeah. And well, two things. Um, one goes back to your original comment on Lester. And I'll just take half of this question. It's coming after our break, but uh, FPL version or virgin um made a good point uh and this is something that i was kind of aware are you of. calling wait a second are you are you calling fpl virgin a virgin N- no it's just however he prefers i don't know if he prefers fpl virgin or just virgin um oh, wouldn't that be funny if he just preferred virgin yeah like that's how he likes to be called <laughs> yeah. look me in the eyes and call me what i am yeah that's <laughs> what i thought so but uh okay Ndidi is has been injured and i think that's key for lester and that is concerning. It's just something that, and you know, his question is, should we ditch Lester defenders until he's back? Wouldn't be wrong. I just don't know if that's something I can do right now because both my goalkeepers got injured in one game week, um, which is pretty impressive. <sighs> so, is, yeah. yeah. And then the, the Man City thing, that's so hard because, you know, I was looking at transferring in a Man City player. 
I, and I, I wasn't sure who to get rid of, which is why I ultimately didn't make that transfer. But going to Aguero is difficult. Uh, something that I, I could maybe do, um, and I'm considering it just because Vardy's been slowing down of late, which I expected him to. Uh, I just really still love his fixtures, so I, I can't quite bring myself to do it. But that's the tricky thing, right? Like the other player that you know, I definitely would have thought of bringing in was Sterling, and and he doesn't play. So that that's really right. the tricky mm-hmm. thing. It's like, how do you know who to go with? It, it seems like you're throwing a random dart on a dartboard and just hoping. The other player that I could have done was uh, Dilva, and he got an assist. So, I mean, I don't feel like I missed out a ton. Um but it's it's just really tricky because like who's gonna play next week is like is is Maharaj gonna play again I don't know is is Jesus or Aguero gonna get rested probably it's, how do you know right oh yeah no the the rotation will continue um, it's just that's kind of how the game weeks go but it does it hurts at this point in the season right because there's only is there only twelve or 13, 14, 15 game weeks fifteen game weeks left yeah. right so. It, the, the the time does feel like it's ticking. Uh, I've I've not felt that in years past. Um, you know, the last three seasons in a row, I've I've been pretty highly ranked at this point, like top twenty k, and I'm like, okay, well, whatever work happens, happens. But now it's starting to get to the point where before I was like, oh, just be patient, things will work. Just be patient, things will work. And now it's it's feeling like, oh shit, if something doesn't happen in the next you know three or four game weeks, like it's done. You know, that's what I keep feeling like. But you know, obviously, I, I'm maybe being a bit dramatic. Um, anyways, I should probably share my team just quickly. Um, uh, Robo and TAA and Lundstrom, the back line, uh, doing bits, as the English say. I don't get that saying either. Uh, Martial, KDB, and Salah with returns. Uh, Vardy with the captain. So, actually, I mean, when you look at it, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of my starters had returns. Um, and I got a return out of my captain, and I finished on 58 points. So I beat Jake by one, which has really helped me close the gap there. Um, game week rank of 3.4 uh, million, which is terrible. And um, overall, a red arrow uh, to um, now a little over 300,000, 312, 313,000. So, I mean, f- fully disappointing game week. I looked at my team. I thought the fixtures were good. Um, my big concern was, am I going to get, you know, that's, I know Spurs haven't been great, but Liverpool away from home, am I going to get those returns there? And I did. Salah outscored Mane, uh, TAA and Rabo, both with a clean, um, but just not even close. Uh, it was really disappointing to watch KDB get returns and my rank uh, go the opposite direction. Uh, that was pretty hard to watch, um, but that's just how it goes. But hey, KDB's playing deep and um, is never going to get returns again, so it's kind of yeah. tough. Yeah, you guys aren't going to ever li- let me live that down, even though I said it was a mistake. That- like after one week. <laughs> um, For the record, Jake, you're not the, you're not the only one that's that stupid. I, I mean, there's like there's uh, ev- like half the FPL community is like. Oh, he's playing deep now because you know David Silva's back. Like fucking stop, you know? Like he's played deep the first half of the season and had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten assists in the first ten game weeks and two goals. Yeah, it doesn't matter where he plays; he's getting returns. Yeah, he just dropped drops dimes from wherever. Um, yeah. That pass to uh, so Jesus was amazing. <laughs> 
Yeah. I, yeah. It's it really, like you said, really I mean, that's just the downer and that's how close everybody is. If you have a player on your team and you don't even captain them, you could be dropping. And it's surprising to me that you're even, even farther back. Cause like I'm higher up. I was 27, 28,000 overall. And I got a red arrow and I didn't drop a ton, but I figured with you being in more of the 200 to 300,000 range, you wouldn't even drop. You'd still move up. So there's still a lot of variability um well there's not no i think the opposite there's not variability i think that the the top five hundred thousand teams have are the exact same they're, they're, that's what i'm saying is well, like how did you red arrow though with so many returns i guess is my question well i red arrowed on i red arrowed by ten thousand, you know yeah. like or fifteen thousand spots which it, it is a small percentage given my current rank we probably moved by the same amount of space, yeah. right? But given our, our just, overall range. It blows so. my mind that you have like three clean sheets in your back line and you're still red arrowing. Like how often does that happen? Yeah, yeah almost never. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, two point uh, sex sounds wrote in. Uh, given the dive Slack team is doing so well, if it wins a prize, can Jake and Marco confirm that they intend to enforce the 51% rule? as per dive pod contractual small print for clarification my understanding of this is that they take 51 percent of the prize and 51 percent of everybody else's individual shares of the prize uh two point sex sounds uh, the lawyer that you are um you are 100 correct we will be taking 51 percent of all prizes that anyone gets from anyone who has ever listened to this podcast so if you win like your mini league with your friends and you've listened to a you know anything over about three seconds of the podcast you are contractually obligated to give 51 percent of all your winnings to uh to jacob and i yeah um we wrote that into the small print uh and it's a it's a what do they call that an auditory contract the second you hear it it's confirmed and that will hold up in court don't try to tell me otherwise it's not Um, even a question no, it's not. I mean, we have we have lawyers on lawyers on lawyers just on retainer. Uh, surprise! That's what we've been using all the Patreon money for. Uh, and so, go ahead, try to try to poke holes in it. Not a chance. Okay, we will take all the prize money. Um, speaking of the Slack channel or and the Slack team, uh, still called Marco doesn't matter. I'm not really sure why you guys continue to do that, but um, you know, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Uh, very average game week uh, for the first time in some time uh, for the Slack team. Um, 59 points, again, on that average of 57. Uh, 3.2 million game week rank. Uh, currently an overall of just under 20K, uh, which is great. Um, but a very similar team to mine. Again, everyone's just copying my team. Uh, with a TAA, Lundstrom, and Rabo with returns. Uh, Martial, Tony, Tony the Gloves, Martial, KDB uh, with returns. Ings, and then Vardy with the captain band. So basically the same team, team as me, only no Ings and a Sala swap. Um, so I think this team, though, is a bit more set up than mine is. Uh, they have Grealish on the bench, which is a nice thing to have. Um, looking at the stats, you know, with that double game week coming up, it does seem like Mane does seem to be the better pick in terms of just returns i think Salah's stats are better but Mane's returns have just been better um and so the team set up well i'll be interested to see the direction we go i'm actually going to look right now um i think gaz actually already posted for this next week what the options are so yeah we're looking at for game week 23 one free transfer and 0.6 in the bank 
Um, and Gaz has proposed a number of different options. Um, currently, the thing that's leading is to roll the free transfer. Um, and initially, when I look at it, I think that's what I want to do probably as well. So I'm going to throw my vote in there. Uh, looks like most people are probably thinking that. Um, so kind of interesting. Team's doing well. Yeah. Uh, Jake, should we do League Dive Leaderboard and PSL Super League? Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to do um, League Dive Leaderboard? I'll do PSL because I did League Dive last week. All right, fine. I'll do League Dive. In 10th. The league dive. Uh, we've got Mark Edwards back stronger in ninth. I know nothing in eighth. KCFC in uh, seventh. TBC in sixth. FPL Shark Bait uh, in fifth. Grob domestic domestic. Uh, is it Prodal? Prodal? I think so. Fourth Inferno FC. Third uh, Loftus Loftus Cheeky Nando's. Matthew Hall is up to third now with a huge game week score of seventy two. Um, and by the way, fifth uh, Grob Domestic got 84. That's insane. Uh, and then Return of the Snag, FPO Lewis on 55 and uh, holding the spot at number one is Lukewarm FC uh, Luke. And uh, Luke is on an overall rank of 537. So just remember, Luke, anything you win in your leagues, 51% uh, goes to us. Jake, uh, could you take us through PSL Super League quick? Yes. Uh, we'll do top five. Number five, Delirious, Emma, FPL. Solid game week score of 66. Uh, number four, RoboCop, Molly Newman. Uh, really good game week score as well of 70. Number three, Holding Steady, minus 80 FPL, plus 80 PSL. Your very own Jacob Close. Number two, the Slack team. I won't say their team name. Um, I don't want to encourage that. Aw, Jake. Uh if it was called Jake Doesn't Matter, I would read it every single time loud and proud. I know you would. I know you would. Uh, number one, uh, Loftus Cheeky Nandos, again, with that 72, Matthew Hall. Oh, all right. Um, is anyone still in the cup out there? I, I No one. So last year we had a handful of listeners that made deep, deep cup runs. And every week we did like the update. And, and Bobby Love wrote, should I focus on the cup or focus on my OR? I... I hate Bobby Love, but is he really still in the cup? I think he might be. We should look right now. Let's not even let's not even hold off on this. I, I can pull his team up right now. I can do it quickly because I check it every day. <sighs> hate Bobby Love. Uh Cup. Oh my gosh, he is. He is, yeah, he's on to game week 23. He plays against uh, a guy's team name that the team name is Smart Manager conceded much uh who finished on 52 points this week let's take a look at his team quick um Pereira Lundstrom TAA Henderson and goal KDB Mane Grealish Maddo in the midfield with Cantwell on the bench he has Williams on the bench as well Simpson on the bench and then Jimenez Abraham Vardy up top so probably a pretty template team if you will um and Bobby's team also pretty template. It's probably going to come down to the battle between Rashford and Sala for Bobby uh, versus um, probably is it Abraham? Yeah, Abraham and I don't know who his other and Mane is his other differential. That's probably what's going to mostly decide the matchup. Good for Bobby. I hate Bobby, but um, I want a winner, right? Because we get we get winnings, mm-hmm. right, Jake? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know. I mean. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Bobby's had a very similar year to me, just a few points behind, kind of a shit year. 
I mean, what do you think, Jake, if you're in his situation? Do you start to just kind of focus on the cup and have fun with that? Or what do you do? I mean, you're trying to make your best overall team. And I think you kind of go down a dangerous rabbit hole if you're trying to just switch your team to be better for like a single cup game. Because then are you... But you're... You just, why? Why though? I mean, he, I'm the opposite thinking. Like he looks at that opponent's team. I'd be starting... I don't know exactly where I'd go at the moment, but but I'd be starting to think like, all right, I'm using my transfer to try to create differential and a good matchup to beat this guy. Yeah, I guess. I just, I think he already has the upper hand maybe, but maybe not. I don't, you know, I don't know. He has hand, well, as they say I, in Seinfeld. I just like, what, if you make that one week transfer, like what's that going to, because how many more weeks do you have to go for the cup? You know what I mean? Like that's a lot of weeks. So I think you should just focus on your overall team and just hope you, you get it right week to week. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's like, it's not. It, it, it feels singular in nature, but it's not, right? Because you have to then field the same team the week after. Yeah. yeah that's a good point. I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I would I would always have an eye on the cup, but um, every year at the end, uh, the guy that the guy or gal that wins, it tends to be they have like a chip left somehow, right? So like a lot of people will bust chips early in the process to try to stay alive in the cup. Yeah, but so, do chips like help really you now? I, I thought they took that out. We should figure that out. Oh, in this year's cup? Yeah, I don't oh, think, I think chips they did. Help. I think you're right, actually. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. Hmm. All right, Bobby. First time in my life I've ever wanted you to be semi-successful at anything. Wow, that's big. Yeah, I'm growing up, Jake. I'm growing up. Um, you're turning 30 and I'm turning the maturity level of a 14 year old yeah it's yeah that's fair happy happy birthday uh okay let's take a quick break when we come back uh we've got questions on the man city attack uh again some more double game week questions um lester's defense west ham uh zaha and crystal palace that's weird jake's mispronunciations of words and much much more stay tuned Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Quick shout to all of our Patreons. Thank you for your support. Shirt should be there like in the next few days. They all went out. Um, a bunch of them went out early last week. Some went out mid and late in the week. Uh, but they should be here by the end of the week. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy them. Remember, Jake messed them up. He put the wrong logo on them. That's funny. It's very funny. Uh, except for uh, a couple of them that I had to have reprinted. So... Um, so most of them are, are messed up via Jake. Uh, join the Patreon. We really would appreciate that. It helps support a lot of uh, Jake and I's lavish lifestyle. Jake's whole trip to Disneyland and for all uh, six of our friends was paid for via our Patreon members. Uh, these people are, they must be very poor given the amount of money they're giving us or they make absurd amounts of money. Right, Jake? Yeah. I, I'm thinking the latter. Yeah. They're just super rich. Mm-hmm. And they, they use their rich person time to listen to our podcast. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. That makes it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it is a pretty, it's pretty rare that there's like an FPL podcast out there with two middle-aged white guys uh, talking about something as important as FPL. I mean, there's not very many podcasts like that out there. And so I would guess that, you know, they stumbled across it and now they want to give their salaries to it. Yeah. We have our, our, our niche. 
<laughs> a niche indeed. A niche indeed. Uh, game week questions, Jake. Let's get into it. Um, so game week 23 is on the way. It's not an early deadline this week, is it? No, I think no, Saturday is the It's a first Saturday game. deadline. Yeah, it was early this last week and we didn't say anything about it. And I kind of felt bad because uh, I didn't realize till actually Thursday I was uh, almost caught uh, with that. So that was good uh, to figure that out. But FPL Virgin uh, wrote in and you had kind of brought this question up already. But should we jerk our knees and load up on the Man City attack? Uh, of course, City, you know, showing out this this weekend uh, for the first time in some time. Uh, we, we've kind of seen a subdued City for the most part. The 6-1 victory with Aguero with three, Mahrez two, Jesus with one. And kind of the explosive City points that maybe we expected for more of the year and haven't necessarily seen as of late. Uh, Jake, do we need to start making some moves and getting these players into our team? Most of us are probably only walking around with one city player. Well, I just need to talk to Pep, you know, like Pep. Hey, man, who are you going to play for the rest of the year? That's all I need to know. Yeah, that's a good idea. You should call him. Yeah, that's what I think I'm going to do. <laughs> I just, I, I really like... I want to say yes, and it does make sense, but I just, you know, I guess do it at your own risk is the way to say it, because aside from maybe Aguero, who still isn't really, you know, nailed, who do you go with? Because you don't know who's going to keep playing. I mean, you look at, you know, Mahrez, who I would really want on my team. He's played 90 minutes the last three games and then had a 45-minute and a 90-minute appearance. That's fantastic. You're like, oh, he's going to play a lot. Then you look at his previous four games and he didn't play more than 68 minutes. Uh, The other three, he played less than 25. And then he had this spell from game weeks 9 to 12 where I don't think he was injured and he didn't play at all. So it's like, you know, is he on the team and a starter consistently now? Then yes, get him in. If not, then no, I I wouldn't. Um, I just don't think anyone can answer that. And it's the same thing for Dilva. Like, I think Dilva is a good price and I would prefer Mahrez, but you know, he's back now and he played his first full game, but is Pep going to rest him? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I think as usual with the city thing, it's not like we're saying anything anyone doesn't know. It's a risk. Uh, some people went with Sterling, for example, this week. I would not have said to you, if you would have asked me, hey, should I go with Sterling? I would not have said, no, you shouldn't go with Sterling. I would have said, yeah, that's a reasonable risk. He's pretty nailed on, plays most matches, uh, didn't play um, in a 6-1 six, six, thrashing. And, and that's frustrating because you're expecting those points from that player, especially when the team goes big. And so, yeah, it's like this isn't new news to anybody that is interested in the game. There's nothing we can add to it. You're taking a risk. You know that they're the team that could quite literally be the most explosive team in the league in terms of goals uh, and, and FPL points available. Um, so, yeah, you roll the dice a little bit and you, you hope you get lucky. I guess, you know, for me, I'm starting to think like I need to roll the dice a little bit. So I lean towards a move like like that a bit more than maybe somebody like you, Jake, that is sitting quite high in the rankings at this point. Who would you, if that's the question, would you go all the way to Aguero or would you go with uh, Mahrez or someone different? Yeah. So if if I was if I was on a wild card, can we play that game? Yeah, we'll play that game. Okay. If I was on a wild card, it would be Aguero yeah. um, for sure. Uh, probably KDB and possibly Mahrez as well. 
Um, I would probably go triple city and triple pool defense since their fixtures are coming around uh, and looking nice. And then I would just really be crossing my fingers that uh, city attackers would be outscoring uh, Liverpool attackers basically was what I'd be looking for. So uh, yeah, it's a risk, especially given the consistency of starts of Salah and Mane, but you know, I'm not seeing a lot of other differentials or like ways to gain rank at this point. As I mentioned, um, you know, KDB scored points and as he did, my rank dropped this week. So um, anyways, let's keep moving. Uh, you had brought up Didi uh, uh, and his his absence from the squad won't be back for uh, at least another month, probably more like six weeks. Um, you know, kind of a, a top, you know, a top defensive player uh, should we ditch Lester defenders until he's back you had already said earlier in the pod Jake that it's not unreasonable the issue is just who do you go to yeah and and that's the trickier question um, obviously it depends which one that you have I think if you do have Pereira you know Van Dyke is a really easy switch if you don't have three Liverpool players um, they're the same price at 6.4 and the double game week coming up, like done. Um, if, you know, you have someone lower like Evans, Chilwell, or Soyunku, then it gets a little bit trickier. Um, I like uh, Lucas's run of fixtures and Everton have been a little bit better defensively. Uh, Reese James is an interesting player, but they have really tough fixtures. And then you have like your your bottom table teams like Sheffield, who defensively have been getting a lot of cleans, but they have Arsenal away, Man City home, and then a good run of fixtures. Or, you know, you have Watford and, and Brighton, who have, you know, Brighton, I think, has the strength of schedule. Watford has, you know, a better, um, oh my gosh, you know, they've been playing better of late. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, FBL version also asks who's the best budget defender from West Ham for the double game week. Is there a good budget defender from West Ham? I mean, I was going with uh, Fabianski and then he got injured. So I don't think I would go with anyone else. Um, I didn't get to watch the highlights against Sheffield, but, you know, they, they've been a little bit better of late, but. I don't know with playing, having to play um, Everton or excuse me, Leicester and Liverpool, if it's really worth it, unless it was, you know, fab. Yeah. You know, Cresswell, Belbuena, I I don't know if anyone there, are they really offering anything? Looking at their kind of underlying stats, nobody's offering, you know, decent attacking stats. I mean, I know things have, have changed a little bit, but nothing's very attractive there yeah i agree okay um uh laster 12 is having incredible success by switching around and captaining premium players when they have a juicy fixture is this a strategy that marco would consider and that jake could uh, brazenly copy that we the reason i put that in here jake is because we <laughs> talked about that at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. um th- there's been some folks that have come out kind of discussing and getting maybe into the the details of the game a bit more, uh, less about the FPL and more about 
the structure of the game itself and the game theory that goes along with that. And one of the suggestions was that transfers, uh, you should have a very uh, flexible team um, with a full plane, very plain bench, and that transfers should primarily be used to move from basically heavy hitter to heavy hitter uh, to try and uh, capitalize on captain picks because that's one of the the reasons that the, the major differentials in the game, I guess. Um, it's an interesting approach. It's uh, it's definitely challenging, right? Because you you're kind of also always always going after or taking a risk by trying to move after those players. And if you have an injury or a red card, it suddenly becomes very challenging to have a full you know quality team. But um, it, it's something actually that that I I would consider. I've looked looking at my team. I've kind of gone to like a you know, I really only have one player that I bought at a high price, and that's Salah. He's mm-hmm. at twelve point three. Um, KDB I bought at like whatever nine point three or whatever when he was really low. Um, you know, Vardy I bought at just under or just at ten. Um, but nobody else is really super expensive. Um, you've gone to that structure as well because you've copied my team, right? One one premium, premium basically, right? Yeah, but I, <clears throat> excuse me, I haven't really had more than one premium like this whole season with KDB and Vardy because they're a little bit of that uh, annoying mid price range. Yeah, they're kind of like sub premium, right? Yeah, um, I mean, I got them in yeah. early, so they're cheaper. But yeah, it's really tricky to keep both of those guys and go to a premium. I mean. We'll talk about it, but something to consider is like to go up to Aguero. We, you know, with with Vardy and uh, hope Vardy doesn't return to his previous form. Yeah, uh, FPL Geek wrote in. Why am I not listening to your advice on players to transfer in? You called Zaha a trap. What did I do? Transferred him in. You called Triori a trap. What did I do? Transferred him in for Grealish. How stupid am I? Um, in your defense, Geek, I was just thinking about last week's pod. Um, I know I'm supposed to be like, yeah, you're an idiot. You shouldn't have done that. But I only say that to Jake. Um, I was thinking about like last week, some people asked about like Watford and Sar, and we were like, ah, stupid. And then he like bangs goals. And then like people asked about Ings. Oh, should we just get him in? And I was like, no, that's dumb. Just wait idiots and then ings bangs like it's like it's basically 50 50 we get about half of them wrong and half of them right so uh yeah i don't know why anyone's listening to any of our advice ever uh but um that's i mean yeah zaha was to me and triore were were pretty clear kind of trap players um I, I I wouldn't necessarily call anyone stupid that brought them in. I mean, Triori is an he's an interesting player. They're both players that are dangerous and fun to watch. It's just neither of them have really had the underlying stats to support uh, a solid pick um, in terms of like shots per ninety, chances created per ninety. Um, so so yeah, I I wouldn't call you stupid. I just yeah. They're tricky because they're electric players still, right? They're fun to watch and they beat guys. They, they just don't necessarily produce a lot. Um, and they're on teams that don't produce a lot as well. Um, Liam, right in, what are, what are your thoughts on bringing in rotating keepers? Jake, are you you're, you were technically on a rotating keeper, weren't you? Tried Situation. it. Got screwed. Don't do it, Liam. <laughs> I mean, that was the plan uh, until they both got injured in the same game week. That's pretty impressive. I can't say I've ever had that happen before. 
Impressive indeed. Uh, Fark wrote in, uh, given Jake's moise and goon sounding slightly questionable, uh, please can you both have a go at pronouncing... Oh, that's a tough one. Um, John Bushke? Uh, Bosch? I think it's Quackenbush. Yak, it's Yak. Uh, I got it. Uh, yak, 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 and Yak Boshkin. Yak Bosch. Yahan Bosch? Yak Boshkin. I don't know. Yeah, nailed it. There you go. On the next pod. Thanks. Uh, which three Premier League teams would you both like to see relegated? He said. Ooh, good question. That is a good question. Um, all right, give me one, Jake. Um. Yeah, let me. All right, I'll start for you. Are, are we doing like uh, any Bournemouth. team, or like it's got to be kind of yeah realistic. any team that you want to see get relegated? I want to see Bournemouth go down. Okay. I, I'm I'm um I like Eddie Howe, but uh, the team I've I've never been so bored watching a football match. They they have been mundane, hopeful. They're they're listless, out of ideas. It's terrible. Bournemouth is one. All right, give me uh, one that you want. Uh, I want to see West Ham go down. Yeah, I agree with that. That would be my my second team. My third team, I think I'm gonna say Aston Villa. Ooh, yeah. I think it's between Villa and Norwich, and I would actually. I mean, I feel bad for Norwich, but I'd rather see Norwich go down. Um, I prefer their their mascot, the canary. Yeah. To the lion. I just prefer the Villa players a little bit more. I would like to see some of the Norwich guys like Pookie stay. Um, Cantwell maybe, but I don't know how. Well, they, can how all, they can all stay. They'll figure that out. Yeah. They'll get up. Yeah. Uh, two point sex sounds right. Um can we have some insights into the Watford options? With their price and form, we could probably put uh, all put three Watford players in our squad. Imagine official FPL introducing a new Watford chip. Three free transfers to bring in Watford players. What three would you go for in your squad? Who would they replace? Uh, yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, you know, especially after I said like, oh, Watford's worthless, and now they're suddenly like not terrible. Let's remember though, they are in in seventeenth place. Um, but their run of form has been pretty ridiculous. Uh, haven't they won? They've won four out of their last five, and it was a and they had a draw in that other match. Um, so they're on the bump, no doubt about that. Uh, I was um, naive to dismiss them last week. So there, I've admitted that I was wrong. Um, who do you like, Jake? I mean, obviously, Sar is interesting. Uh, 2.5 shots per 90 and one key pass per 90. Um, his expected goals are, are decent at about three and a half. Um, Jerry D, I, I like Jerry D as a player. Um, you know, he hasn't necessarily been great this year, but you got to think that he's going to get on the act at some point. He's always dangerous. Uh, I love, I mean, we love Troy Deeney, right? Brick Lair, uh, prison goer beater upper of average humans um you know i appreciate those things as well um you like anybody on that squad Uh, yeah i would go a little bit different i would say foster um is an interesting goalkeeper option they have three cleans out of their last five or cathcart at 4.3 um he's been playing pretty consistently I agree with you on Sar. He's interesting, but Decore is actually cheaper, and I don't know if he's going to continue this up. He did this last year for a run of games where he just kind of had an absurd start to the season. 
Um, he has two goals and two assists along with two cleans in his last three um, for a total of 29 points, which is pretty absurd, and five bonus points out of his last three. All right. I like those shouts. Marvin writes in with Champions League starting soon. Is it worth going with Mahrez? Uh, Lester looked very shaky at the back, so I probably should have moved this up because um, we hit this question earlier. Um yeah, I mean, like we said, it's a roll of the dice with Mahrez. Lester do look shaky. Um, if if you have some of their lower price guys, probably worth holding. If you have someone like Pereira, maybe it's time to move it. Um, is it time to consider Ings as captaincy material? I think so. You captained him a couple of weeks back and yep. and nailed it, didn't you, Jake? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Blonde wrote in, can the Liverpool attacking trio break the whammy this weekend? What does that mean, break the whammy? I don't know. Is a whammy a penis thing? I, I think she was trying to... Did I use the correct Americanism? So I would say no. We don't usually use that term. Oh, she asked that later. Oh yeah. Um, did I use the correct Americanism? What is? Oh, is it whammy like um, when you say no whammies? Yeah. No, is that a thing? Yeah. I mean, that was like a game Whammy's show from like bad, the seventies. Yeah. So we don't usually Look that use up that for term. Us. Well, Look it up. Yeah. In the in the UK, we would say a jinx or curse. No, I think we're more like we're more likely to use jinx or curse here than whammy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like a weird. That's a weird thing. Weird people say that. Yeah. Could also mean penis. <laughs> Not going to take that off the table. Uh, Na Drake wrote in. Wait, do you think uh, they do you think who, they will break it though? I think. Oh, so. I guess we should probably answer the question. Uh, uh, wait, well, is breaking the whammy good or bad? Yeah, I think it means can they score more than one goal, maybe, or just. I mean, 16, only one goal between the three of them. Is that Firmino, Salah, and Mane, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, can they open up and bang? Can they bang? The, can they whammy the whammy? You I know think, what I'm saying? Yeah, I think the game's going to be a little bit more open, don't you? That's my guess. Yeah, I do too. Okay. Yeah, because I think United will try to play on the counter, and then Liverpool will counter the counter. That's what I think is going to happen. Uh, N.A. Drake, who would you replace 4.4 valued Rico with? Williams, Watford, elsewhere. And who do you think is the next Mahrez low percentage owned player who blows up? Uh, I'm going to go. Uh, I think Williams is good. Uh, who did you say from Watford, Jake? Cathcart. That you liked? That he's was played. Cheap. Is, um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's cheaper, right? He's 4.3. Than Rico. So, and he's played yeah. uh, a lot of games in a row. Since week 12, he's played almost 90 every game. Uh, low percentage midfielder who's the next player to blow up. Oh my god, I I hate that question. I, I I'm not sure. You got an idea? Yeah, let me. Harry Wilson. Harry Wilson <laughs> could be an interesting one. I'd go with him. Um, I love Harry. Bournemouth are terrible, and he'll just bang six free kicks. How about that? I mean, Silva's interesting because he's only owned by four and a half, and he. You know, when he does play, yeah, he that's true. tends to do pretty decent for City. Um, so, I think yeah, he's like the one. kind of the safer pick there. Yeah. Uh, Kenny writes in, with the double game week seeming to be later this season, would be a good strategy to play chips earlier. I played my free hit this week to bring in Aguero and moved up 200K. Damn, that is a good job by you. As I've have had a bad start and had nothing to lose, considering playing my wild card earlier, perhaps even this week to get ahead sooner rather than later. Uh, as there won't be much season left after the double game weeks. That's true. A lot of people are suggesting to play that double game week, the wild card in 36, I think, with the double game week uh, in 37, um, and then bench boosting there. Um, that would be pretty late. 
Uh, Wilson write in, writes in, no real FPL question. I'm just pulling my hair out over debating uh, to use my wild card. Yeah, I'm I'm having that for the record as well. You know, being ranked 300K and trying to figure out exactly what to do with it. Part of me, and I know maybe this sounds a little reckless, but part of me is considering um, like after double game week 24, uh, playing a wild card like in 25, going triple Liverpool defense, um, triple city midfield or two city midfielders, Aguero up front, um, maybe bringing Sun into the midfield and just going completely differential. Like basically pick, pick all the players that I think have a chance, um, you know, through the middle, through through the entire pitch to uh, to give me some sort of advantage to move up. Does, doesn't the it concern is, like to though that like what? that Liverpool have really good attacking fixtures and City actually kind of have trickier or poorer attacking fixtures doesn't that concern you i i don't know i just i don't i sometimes don't necessarily believe that any fixture is bad for city i i'll give you that but like you know well like let's just look at them right like if i did it in 25 spurs are they really that good defensively i don't know they kept liverpool to one goal yeah, well, Liverpool's a bit of a different team. Liverpool like to just take the throttle all the way down to nothing. You know, like Leicester haven't been great. Arsenal are bad. Manchester United are bad. Burnley are terrible. Chelsea are bad, right? Like Liverpool's the only other team. Yeah. I- the concern, the, the bigger concern for me is the rotation. I'm not concerned about the fixtures. It's the rotation. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think, Jake, like how else do you do it if you're ranked 300K? Like, if I continue with the current squad that I have, I will finish at 300K. That That's that's it. You know, like, I might jump, best case scenario, I jump, like, 50,000 points, 50,000 rank. Yeah. You're just afraid because then you won't have my team copied anymore and there's a chance that I catch you. That's you, what you're afraid about. No, I'm not. I, I mean, I don't think it's wrong. I just think almost if I was going to be wild carding... It's tricky because I don't disagree with you about Liverpool, but to me, I I would almost be like, this is the time to have Salah and Mane try to fit in a KDB and Aguero. Um, That seems pretty absurd and maybe it's not feasible, but, you know, for the most part with the defenders, you know, as long as you have Rabo or Trent or Van Dyke, they're still hanging really close together in points. Like Van Dyke's only down 20. What if you had all three? Yeah, but the the total the point total is not fantastic, right? And there's a lot of low cost defenders that are still close to that. So I don't know. I just think that you're more likely to get bang for your buck with like at least one attack. Maybe like Salah. Maybe doing Salah and two because you know Liverpool are going to have to keep winning games. Someone's going to have to score for them. Yeah, and that's and Salah is almost a, I mean, not a differential, but like in the top ten k he is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's only at twenty five percent ownership compared to a lot of the other premiums. So, yeah. um, anyways, I, I don't know what to tell you, folks that are trying to figure out the wild card. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm in the same boat trying to figure it out. What do you think for captains this week, Jake? I think Vardy's a pretty easy pick. Burnley have been atrocious. They have been. Vardy's just also like he, he's just not back to his original form, but I do agree. Yeah, he touched the ball like he touched the ball like three times against Southampton in the entire second half. It was incredible. 
I watched the whole, almost the whole match, um, and and could count probably on one hand the number of touches he had on the ball in the second half of the game. Yeah, um, I think if you know City, oh man, it's it's tr- this is a tricky week. Um, I will tell you this: the the teams that I am staying away from, um, I don't think Chelsea away from home is a good one against Newcastle, and yeah, I think that. You know, the other trap is also, um, you know, Man United, Liverpool. I, I think that it's fine to captain a Liverpool player because they're they're probably going to win that game. But it's going to be, I think, you know, like a 2-1 affair. So, I mean, that, that leaves me with like City if you're not going to go with Vardy. And then the question is, mm-hmm. are, you know, Sterling is rested. Like, is he going to do well? I think he could get in behind Crystal Palace's defense and, and wreak some havoc. Otherwise, I think Aguero, if he plays, would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Can't disagree. Um, I want to get into some fun questions. Is that all right? What are you going to do plan-wise? I just wanted to talk about that. I don't know, Jake. Okay. I don't know, Jake. Well, you just want to know so you can copy well, my team. No, I don't want to tell I'll you that. I'll let you know so you can uncopy my team. You know, I'm in a tricky situation with two goalkeepers injured and, and Fab's out. So Ramsdale is like a possible play. Um, but it really ruins like what I was going to do because I was going to do a double switch and that means I might not have a goalkeeper. So I'm stuck because I don't know what to do with Martial. He's been doing really well and he now has away Liverpool and away Chelsea in two out of four, but mixed in he has home Burnley and Wolves. But I'm considering switching him up to Mahrez and going Jimenez down to Ings um, just because Ings has a good run of fixtures. And it hasn't mattered. Even when Ings plays tough teams, he tends to score. So I don't know what your thoughts on that are. And then possibly taking a minus four to get in Foster. You have two frees. I have two frees this week. And then the other thing is if yeah. I, if I, that's, that's an, yeah. just stop. That's a no brainer. Just do that and take a minus four and get Foster in. Yeah. I mean, Rather the, than the other thing nobody, is going for Aguero yeah. for Vardy or, or Abraham, but I don't think I can get there with Abraham. Yeah. I, I, I just think I, I like that move a lot. Just go do it. Okay. All right. You have enough, enough depth on your team. If for some reason Mahara's got, you know, if he got rotated, you'd be pissed, but like you'd have the cover, right? And you'd be okay. Well, yeah, it's Cantwell, um, and he has Bournemouth this week, and then Newcastle. Um, but I also have a yeah, solid back should, line. Yeah, you should almost start. You should almost start Cantwell. It's yeah. Great, he's going to have a good game. But yeah, I wouldn't be too worried. Um, all right, follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL and Scram the Art of Dive DiveFPL dot com, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. We are podcast. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Bobby Love wrote in. Um, oh no, not Bobby. That was Native American Drake wrote in another two British terms limbs, the joyous scene after a goal is scored, and hard Brexit. Basically, the brand of football Stoke and Burnley play. That's funny because it's bre- it's Brexit and it's hard. Hilarious. Lastly, the most and most importantly, if you both say you don't watch Love Island, I'll have to revoke your honorary British passports. I've seen a lot. I don't watch it. I've seen a lot of Love Island stuff on um, on Twitter. People really like that, huh? Is it is it like The Bachelor? I have no idea what it is. I don't watch it. <laughs> I think that's what it's like here. We have The Bachelor, um, which people really like. I think it's kind of like that. It sounds stupid. Um, 
Kenny McDowell said, uh, so Jake would rather fight a duck uh, than a horse because he saw you with the picture of Donald Duck. That's probably true. Uh, Gaz wrote in, who would win in a fight of Coon versus uh, Grealish? Mm-mm. That's a good question. Yeah. Who do you think, Jake? Uh, isn't I, Grealish a I lot take, bigger? I take... Yeah, uh, no, but Coon's like short and stocky, you know? I take Coon. I think his ground game is probably really good. He's like, okay, no, I am going to stab you with glass. You're dead now. Uh, I think I have to go with... Oh, wow. Uh, I agree. Aguero is 20 pounds heavier, so yes. Yeah, yeah. He's a thick, thick little man. Yeah. Uh, Liam, uh, what did you get each other for Christmas and did you ever open the beer you got from, from Jacob last year? Wow, that's good good memory. Um, we uh, we didn't get Christmas presents for one another this year. Uh, Jake is coming here in a, about a month now, Jake. Less than a month, yep. three weeks. Yep. Um, Jake's gonna is coming, um, is flying into Milwaukee. Uh, we're gonna go to a Milwaukee Bucks basketball game because we're both really big Bucks fans. Then he's gonna, I'm gonna drive him, my wife and I are gonna drive him here and he's gonna stay with his wife for a couple days here. And I actually still have the beer from last year. It's a it's a special like kind of barrel aged beer. And so they, they can lay down for a couple of years. Um, and so we're gonna open it when he's here uh, and kind of split it together. Like, you know, like kind of a celebration of the year. We we try to travel and see each other. Like lately we've, we've done a good job of it, haven't we, Jake? Yeah, we've done better. Side note, French. Yeah, friendship. We've done a good job. Jake came up here in August. I went down there in November. Uh, I went down there. Actually, I went down there in August as well. Uh, he came back up here. Yeah, we've just been trying to, you know, before you like get to the age where you have like kids and like can't do any of those things, we're just trying to like, you know, see our friends as much as we can. Friendship. It's great. Pour one out. Happy birthday, Jake. Yeah, that'll be my oh, birthday gift. Meet. I drink your beer. Yeah. No, 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 no. We will share the beer. Oh, okay, okay. We were having like a nice moment, then you ruined it. You always you ruin everything. It's crazy. You ruin everything. Yeah, that's kind of what I do. You live on Love Island. Okay. Um, all right, we got to get out of here. I got to edit this pod and go to bed. Uh, I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive. <laughs>